0: Hello, and welcome to Soothing Pod's Sleep Stories. My name is Arif, and tonight, I will be your guide as we journey to a cozy, magical library on a rainy day. Together, we will step into wondrous books and be transformed as we learn and grow together exploring peaceful, serene places and words you don't often hear used. Before we begin, however, let us take a moment to relax and find comfort in the space that we are in, here and now. Close your eyes, and allow your body to sink a little deeper into the mattress beneath you. You have no obligations at this moment. There is no to-do list. All you are meant to do here and now is rest. And you are already achieving that by simply closing your eyes and relaxing. You do not need to sleep immediately in order to rest. By lying back and listening to the sound of my voice, by trusting me to take you on this gentle, relaxing journey you are already giving your body and your mind the gift of rest. With your eyes closed and your body resting, we are going to begin our journey to the library. Without opening your eyes or imagining what the library around you looks like, Focus on the smells and the sounds. Smell that earthy, comforting aroma of well-worn books that have been passed from hand to hand for generations, inspiring different minds and making life worth living. Here, as other library-goers flip through the pages gently, relishing in every word that their eyes skim over. And that aroma, can you smell it? It's the fragrant steam rolling into the air off of freshly brewed Earl Grey tea. You do not see who is drinking it, But you can hear the gentle clinks as they stir their warm tea, breathing in the aromatic steam. In the distance, you can hear the scribble of someone writing in a notebook. The strokes are long and intentional, lobbing and curling, cursive, to be sure. You wonder for a moment what they are writing. From the cadence and the smoothness, the softness of their strokes, it would be fitting for them to write poetry. On occasion, you can hear them rubbing their thumb over the smooth page contemplating the words that they have written. It is an act of love and care to craft something from nothing, an act that the people of this library and the people who created the books within it are well aware of. You can hear people sitting back on the plush chairs in the library, resting their weary bones and minds. You hear the squeak of the worn brown leather couch and the soft brush of the green velvet wingback armchairs rubbing against their autumn clothing. And, far at the front of the library, to the left of you. You can hear the librarian stamping book after book with their dark black ink. You hear the sticky pull as the stamp rolls off the page and the encouraging, soft thud. As the book is closed and handed off to whoever is borrowing the book, you hear their footsteps retreat as they head out of the library and into the world. And as they open that door, you hear the chirping of birds flitting from branch to branch, as they make their way through the world. And now that we have taken the time to acclimate ourselves and find comfort in the space that we are in now, I want you to imagine yourself opening your eyes and seeing this brilliant library for the first time. It is a true work of art. The tall, tall ceilings stretch two stories high, and the top is covered in a mix of beautiful watercolor frescoes with intricate crown molding and glass skylights that give you just a peek of the outside world. And my, is it a perfect day to be at the library. Overhead, the sky is an ethereal mosaic of grays, blacks, and soft whites. Thick clouds blanket the heavens, and cascading down from them are dozens hundreds of raindrops, all gently dancing against the skylight above you. The sound of that rain pitter-pattering against the roof and the glass is a background, ambient noise to the rest of your journey through the library one that brings you comfort. All around are thick mahogany bookcases that stretch all the way up to the ceiling. There are rolling ladders with them, the kind you've only seen in fairy tales and libraries that have existed for hundreds and hundreds of years. A few people stand upon them, reaching over to find the right book as they stand over these works of art and stories hidden inside of them. You find yourself sitting on one of those old brown leather couches. It is a timeless piece, one that makes you think of rainy days and stories told long, long ago. The library is largely empty now. A few people sit in chairs on the outskirts of the room, against stained glass windows, flipping through books and sipping the coffee or tea they've brought along with them. You meander over to a cozy tea and coffee station that the library has set up in the corner. You pour a steaming cup of hot water into an orange mug. Then grab a chamomile and lavender tea bag and plop it into the cup. The fragrant steam rises and relaxes you almost immediately. And as you squeeze a lemon into the cup, the contrast of the cool lemon juice on your fingers against the steam is a welcome one that puts you even more at ease. You take a sip of the tea as you make your way around the beautiful library, meandering slowly as you take in each and every bookshelf that you pass. You think for a moment of all of the words bound within these leather backings. All the words that you may not know, and all of the ways they can be used. You find yourself drawn to one light orange book, tucked between two large green ones. The outside of the binding reads, Aurora script. And as you open the book, you find the pages blank. You scroll through them, perplexed, wondering how exactly this book came to be and what purpose it serves. But then, in the very center of the book, there is one thing written, rather plainly. Aurora, originally the name of the Roman goddess of sunrise, the word is used to describe dawn in the early morning, and also is a name ascribed to the cosmic, luminous phenomenon that happens in the upper hemisphere. You had never truly thought about what a beautiful word it was. You stare at it for quite some time, soaking it in. And then, something strange begins to happen. The words on the page get a golden glow around them. You squint and lean in to look at them, Then, curiosity gets the best of you. You extend your finger and press it to those beautiful glowing words, and suddenly, the scene around you changes. You feel as though you've been sucked into a vacuum within the book. For a moment, The world around you is an otherworldly mix of sparkling colors, as if you are traveling through time and space itself. And then, you land upon the ground. The first thing you notice isn't the scene before you – it is the cold crispness of the fresh air hitting your lungs. In that air, you can smell cypress trees, pine trees, fresh moss growing along the river, and canyon walls far, far below you. And when you really look, you are stunned. You are standing safely and peacefully on a cliff, overlooking a vibrant canyon before you. It is still early morning. The sun has yet to peek up over these orange canyon walls, but you know immediately where you are. You're in Zion, National Park. Standing at the end of the canyon-overlook trail, below you is one of the most stunning canyons on Earth. The Virgin River winds along the sandy, iron-infused banks, which give the entire vista its characteristic, otherworldly, rust color. But that rust color is going to change before your very eyes. On the distant horizon, the sun has begun to creep up over the canyon. It is dawn. You realize at once that this, this is Aurora over Zion. At first, the sky is slivers of orange, blue, and yellow, as if the sun itself hasn't awakened to its own vibrancy. It paints the sky in feathery, sleepy strokes, giving the clouds some faint definition and glow and as it does so, it blankets the entire landscape in peace. This time of day, this aurora, is a time before most of the world awakens. It is a time where one can truly just be with the landscape around them. Where one can stand, in contemplative silence, listening to the birds sing their songs and whisper their secrets into the universe. And so, that is exactly what you do. You sit down on the rocky ground next to an aromatic juniper tree and you listen to those bird calls echoing off the canyon walls. Then, you watch as the sun puts on the most magical show on Earth. It paints the skies in a mosaic of colors – clementine, salmon, sanguine, goldenrod, even lilac and lavender, as if the sun cannot make up its mind, so it washes everything in every color imaginable. But perhaps the most beautiful thing of all is the way this light splashes across the canyon in slow motion changing the colors of the walls as it moves. It illuminates the tips of the mountains first, giving their brilliant orange color a spotlight for the world. Then, it creeps down, 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 down over the canyon walls, illuminating them slowly in blue, then gold, then bright crimson red. You can't help but view it much like a painting, like the heavens have to do this task every morning to make the landscape beautiful for the long and magnificent day ahead. Just as the sun touches the river below, you feel yourself sink back. Once more, you are in that otherworldly space between worlds, in a sea of colors and lights, feeling utterly at peace. And then, you blink, and once more, you are met with cold, fresh air. Only this time, it is much, much colder. Above you is the inky black sky now. There seem to be thousands of stars twinkling just above your head, so close that you feel as if you can reach out and grab them. Reach out and feel them pulsing in the palm of your hand. You are so mesmerized by the sky above you that for an instant, you don't even notice the sound of the crackling fire just beside you. You glance to your right to see a carefully made bonfire crackling, sending embers into the dark night air. You are surrounded by fresh snow that sparkles and reflects the warm light of the fire. It is so fluffy and perfectly smooth that it doesn't seem like it can even be real. You're lying in the snow, wrapped in a thick, warm parka, with a cup of hot cocoa at your side. You take a sip of the warm cocoa, letting the rich flavor wash over your tongue and soothe your soul. Contrasting the scent and feeling of the brisk, pine-tinged air you're breathing in, your mind drifts back to the word you touched, drifts back to Aurora. You find yourself whispering the word, simply to see how it feels against your lips. Aurora, 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 Aurora. Then, the sky above you transforms. Aurora Borealis washes across the inky black night, turning the sky into one of the world's most beautiful art displays. It is a wave of blue, green, and dark, brilliant purple that pulsates and shifts across the sky in a misty, beautiful wave. It is otherworldly, so breathtaking and mesmerizing That you hold your breath as you gaze up at it. For quite some time, you lie there in peace, watching those colors dance and sway. The tall pine trees are silhouetted by the lights, adding a depth that only makes the scene more beautiful than it already is. You feel something gentle land in your hand. You turn your head to see yet another book in your grasp. And this one isn't as plain as the last. It is coated in etchings of flowers and pine trees. A distant land that you feel completely drawn to. You run your fingers over the cover. It reads, supine. You feel the word dance over your tongue. Supine, 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 supine. You lift the cover of the book and scroll through blank page after blank page, looking for the definition, looking for the story this book is trying to tell you. There, in the center of the book, this time in colorful ink, is the word, supine, of a person lying face upwards, the adjective from Latin supinus bent backwards. The realization washes over you moments after the word rolls off your tongue. Right now, you are lying supine, gazing up at the scene before you. And as that realization comes, the scene once more begins to change. This time, you close your eyes. You feel the gentle tug of your body as you are brought into that vacuum of space, that in-between worlds, and then, you are lying supine yet again. But you don't open your eyes immediately. This time, you keep them closed for just a bit, just to see if you can guess where you are. You can hear the rustle of plants all around you. You can feel soft earth brushing against your skin, kissing you as the breeze winds across wherever you are. In the distance, you can hear birds chirping loudly, the way they only chirp on a warm, beautifully sunny day. And, indeed, you have no doubt that it is sunny, You can feel the sun on your skin, causing your muscles to relax more and more with every passing second. You feel as though you are beginning to melt into the soft ground beneath you. The breeze dancing over your skin keeps you just cool enough underneath the brilliant sun. And then, there's another sound that you hear. This one is much, much more distant, coming from the far horizon, you would suppose. This sound is the sound of boats sailing through calm waters, On occasion, you can hear their low horns blowing, like they're saying hello to every boat they pass by. Slowly, you begin to open your eyes. The first thing you see is the baby blue sky. It is peppered with ethereal clouds clouds that look as though they belong in paintings. They are fluffy balls of cotton that seem to meander across the sky at their own leisurely pace, with no destination in mind and certainly no schedule. You tilt your head slightly, And it is only then that you realize you are lying on a hillside. But not just any hillside. This is a hillside absolutely blanketed in wildflowers of all shapes, sizes, and colors. You see daisies bobbing and swaying in the breeze. Lilac-colored lupines lobbing up and down as busy bees land on them, collecting pollen. Orange poppies that pop against the blue sky above, showing you how truly colorful the world can be. In front of you is something almost as beautiful as the flowers around you. At the base of the hill is a harbor town laced with cobblestone streets. The docks and boardwalks extend out into the sparkling ocean, which stretches as far as the eye can see. Old, antique boats pepper the harbor, moving almost as leisurely as the clouds roll overhead. You think about life in that peaceful town, what it must be like to be a resident waking up on a lazy morning on the hillside coated in wildflowers how it must feel to breathe in the soothing aroma of nature's finest bouquet day in and day out. And then, you think for a moment about where you are, about how nice it is to lie supine on your back, with no goal in mind but to simply be and to let your body relax and unwind. You close your eyes yet again and listen. You can hear the buzz of the busy bees flitting in the flowers around you. You can feel the caress of the wildflowers brushing against your skin. And the grass is dancing over your forearms and calves and the crown of your head. It is so serene, so calm. You feel yourself growing sleepy. And then, two sensations surprise you. First, You feel something land upon your nose. When you open your eyes, you are greeted with the sight of a butterfly resting upon your nose, gently flapping its wings. It takes off from its perch and floats above you. You can see the sun through its thin, airy wings, which are so gentle, so precious, that it's hard to believe they can even keep the butterfly aloft. The second sensation is the book landing in your hands yet again. You glance over to see the title, staring back at you. This time, the cover is stark white, the color of snow, and the title is in the thinnest, softest cursive you have ever seen. It reads Gossamer. You roll the word over your lips a few times. Gossamer gossamer. Once more, you flip through those empty pages until you come to the only writing. To your surprise this time, you are also met with an illustration. It is an illustration of the butterfly that has just landed on your nose so lifelike that it almost looks like the butterfly itself has been pressed into the pages. And above it, the words are scarped in that same gentle print, gossamer, used to refer to something very light, thin, or delicate. By now, You know what is coming next. You close your eyes as you enter that space between spaces yet again. It is a welcome feeling, one that makes your body buzz with excitement and yet, at the same time, feel utterly at peace. Before you even open your eyes, you feel it A cool mist washes over you, instantly refreshing your body and your mind. You can hear the unmistakable roar of a waterfall just before you, and in it, you can feel the power and beauty that it contains. When you open your eyes, you are met with a sight unlike any other. The waterfall seems impossibly tall above you. It cascades down the slick granite cliffs, landing in a pool of rocks and moss below, before it continues to wind its way down, even deeper into the valley that you are now standing in. You gaze for a moment at the carpet of moss and lichen, and water-loving plants that cling to the rock walls around the falls. They embrace the constant mist, they thrive in it. And their vibrant colors are so rich, That they cause a sense of serenity to fill your entire body. You turn your gaze back up to the falls as they tumble down. It is incredible that the falls cascade down with such force, and yet, they appear to be moving in slow motion. Even more surprising is the gossamer veil surrounding them, the mist that seems to move independently of them, so thin and delicate that it's hard to believe it even exists. And it is in that gossamer mist that you see an array of colors, It is a rainbow, light refracting from the sun that has just peeked out from behind the thick storm clouds overhead. It is breathtaking to see a rainbow suspended in space like this, sparkling alongside the waterfall as it continues its journey down into the canyon. You watch this for quite some time, relishing the feeling of cool mist on your skin. But then, there's another feeling, only this time, it is at the top of your head. You gaze up to see raindrops cascading down from the dark clouds overhead. Within seconds of them beginning to fall, the landscape around you seemingly changes. The pine trees seem to be an even brighter green now, popping against the sky as raindrops collect on their fragrant needles. You watch them magnify the world around them, before slowly dropping from the trees and landing in the loam below. You scurry away from the waterfall and settle underneath a tall oak tree to watch the rain fall you breathe a little deeper now, taking in the newly awakened aroma of the forest. You can smell that brightly scented moss, the briskness of the air, the tart, piney aroma of the trees and herbs around. And then, there's that other smell – the smell of the earth, of the stone washed with the fresh rainwater that… Petrichor. The book lands in your hands, the title staring up at you in a silky silver print. You scroll through the book, page after page after page, until you finally come to the words, petrichor, the pleasant, earthy smell after rain. From the Greek words for stone and the ethereal blood of the gods, it is the petrichor that awakens your senses and calms your mind now. The petrichor that makes you feel more connected to the earth around you, than anything else ever has. You cling to that scent and the feeling it gives you. And then, ever so slowly, you close your eyes. And when you open them, you are staring at that bookshelf in the library once more. There is a new book sitting on the shelf before you. A collection of beautiful words. You pick the book up and meander to a plush chair in the very back of the library. You take a long, calm sip of the lavender chamomile tea in your hand relishing the sweetness of the flowers and herbs, and finding a sense of clarity in the tartness of the lemon. When you sit by the window, you notice that it has begun to rain a little harder outside. You coil yourself up in the plush white blanket you found on the chair savoring the warmth and comfort that it provides. Once you are nice and cozy, you reach over and pop open the window beside you. It is a rainy summer day. The brisk chill of the air is just enough to make the blanket and tea useful. You open the window even more, and the trees outside begin to look as though they are part of a painting. Then, you breathe in deeply, allowing that fresh air to fill your lungs. The dewy petrichor makes you sink a little deeper into the chair. Somehow, it feels like the petrichor is telling stories to you. Stories of rainy days in distant lands. Stories of rainy days beyond castle walls. Stories of ancestors riding their horses through wildflower-coated woods stories of people in harborside towns, hiding underneath bakery overhangs, breathing in the petrichor and the aroma of freshly baked bread. You give a dreamy sigh and pop open the book before you. It is all in long, flowery cursive, And as your eyes drift down over the words, you feel the sense of serenity within you grow and grow and grow. The book reminds you that there is beauty and power in words, that they have the ability to transport us, to soothe us, To tell us stories of connection and stories that ground us. There are always new words to learn, and always new places those words can transport us to. By simply being in touch with the world around us, we allow our bodies to rest. So whether it be awakening to see the aurora, or traveling far north to see it, or lying supine in a meadow filled with gossamer-winged butterflies, or standing beneath the gossamer mist of a roaring waterfall while finding peace in the dewy petrichor the falling rain creates. There is rest, waiting kindly for you whenever you are ready. I hope you have enjoyed this story, and it has brought you a night of peaceful, restful sleep. Please, join me again tomorrow night for another sleep story, and until then, sweet dreams.